welcome to Just an Average NFL Podcast with your hosts, Daniel Hayes, Matt Baker, and Terrell Stein. Mic My mic wasn't even oh, on. Oh man! That one. Hold on. That's pretty close. Gotcha. Well, well, well. Welcome in to just an average NFL podcast. I'm your host Daniel Hayes with Matt Baker and Terrell Stein. You can find us at Anchor.fm backslash AVG NFL Pod. You can find us on Facebook, Spotify, Apple, and various other places by searching for Just an Average NFL Podcast. Go give us a like, follow, subscribe. Help us get this thing off the ground and soaring into the air, fellas. What the fuck just happened? I don't know. <laughs> this week was, um, to, to uh, say the least about it, um, yeah. National Tight End Week. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. <laughs> yes, I, I heard that more times than I ever needed to hear it. But I will say this. If next time I'm going into National Tight End Week, I will play every tight end I can find in every place I can get, it, uh, um, get them. I'll play them in all the flexes yep. because... It's every tight end in the world got fourteen touchdowns this week. Yeah, and yeah, my my, my tight end to smash segment last week, uh, I could I could have done with a dart and a blindfold and a pile of names, <laughs> and I probably would have been more right than I was wrong. Oh you know, man, it was my job's it was crazy. easy. <laughs> it was, but uh, but yeah, I mean, the, the first of all, the Chiefs. Mm, we'll talk about them later, but wow. Okay. Um, I did say that game was going to be a blowout. I just want to put that out there. Uh, no, no, that's not the game. The Ravens game is the game I said was going to be a blowout. And it was. Just, it was. You were right. I got that part right. Yeah. You were right. <laughs> you got the blowout part right. Hey, just... hey, and that's all we need to mention. <laughs> I got that part right. We just talk about what I got right. That's what you're supposed to do in this industry. I understand. You're only supposed to take victory laps when you get things right. You never bring things up again when you get them wrong. Oh. Uh. Which so we do that because we're just average. So we like to also make fun of each other and show that we're just average idiots out here well, doing the best we can. So that puts them five and two, right? Yes. I mean, and what, I mean your Bengals are the number one seed <laughs> currently in the AFC. They are at five and two. Man. So they got the same record as my Bills, too, right now, right? Oh, man. Mm. They, yeah, but they're actually. Higher they look, seated than it, the Bills. It's, it's strange, of strength but of, uh, of, of who they beaten. Yeah, they're, they're men are looking good. It's it's. I love that, that, Hey, you know what? I would so, love to have a paper offensive line <laughs> and a paper defense out there. If this is what it gets me, uh, so I, their their offensive line seems to uh, be completely opposite of what we thought they were going to be, and their yep. defense is sneakily good this year. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't remember ever saying that there was anything wrong with the Bengals. I, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> My memory. Oh wait, <laughs> they're coming in to tell, tell how wrong you were. <laughs> Hush, okay, guys. okay. I, why do we got to record this stuff? <laughs> Man, you told me to make sure I made you eat crow, so I'm gonna no, bring it I, up look, as much as often as I me, can. I told you to hold me accountable, and and, and uh, the, the season's not over though. They can still go. <laughs> they can still go thir- well, fourteen and then uh, and five. Whatever, no, and that's still shitty math. They can still whatever the the twelve and five they or five and twelve they yeah, can still do that. 12. Well, apparently there's a couple things we need to be held accountable for. Uh, yeah, you want to go ahead and talk about your boy? Oh, you talking about Mister Samuel? This Darnold? Yeah, the, oh. if we're talking about being held accountable. Well, this is something we all spouted off on. I know. And look, Baker's still he's still on the Darnold defense. 
I'm still I, a little bit. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm ready to shovel dirt on this motherfucker. <laughs> I've seen enough. Here's the deal. He's Jared Goff. He is Jared Goff. He cannot operate under pressure. He cannot deal with an O-line that can't protect him. He makes horrible mental mistakes. He, he, he's just it, – it's, it's infuriating. You take away – I get it. You take away McCaffrey. But, dude – you you went out there against three shitty defenses and you look good and since then you played competition and and you look like Jared Goff it, exactly what you look like out there mm. and it's 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 infuriating and you know I don't put 100% of the blame on Sam Darnold don't get me wrong um this that o-line is abysmal it's it's probably the worst o-line in the NFL and I just I'm I, I'm tired of watching them waste this amazing defense out there. And, uh, you know, I don't know what they got to do. They keep making all these moves to go get Stefan Gilmore, which, hey, I was super pumped about that. They drafted um, what's-his-lip at number uh, at number eight in the draft. J.C. Horn. Yeah, J.C. Horn. But, um, hey, here's an idea, and I'm just going to put it out there, motherfuckers. How about we get an O-lineman? We haven't had a left tackle worth a shit since uh, Jordan Gross was there. So we're just going to keep p- patchworking this fucking O-line and going out and doing all this other shit, and you're not you're not even trying to do anything to build protection. This has been an issue since Cam Newton was quarterback there, and at least Cam Newton had athletic ability to do something other than stand in the pocket and look like a fucking idiot. So I, I you know, I'm just I turned the game off yesterday. I got tired of watching. I got tired of watching the offense just look like the worst offense in the whole league. I mean, I was I was enjoying watching the Lions offense out there. <laughs> and uh, and the Panthers' offense, I mean, they got absolutely dumpster rolled by the Giants. They mm. made the Giants look like the fucking Rams, and <laughs> and uh, and so yeah, I'm I'm a little upset, I, you know. And I'm 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 starting to, to I'm 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 more than one foot off of the Darnold bandwagon. So well, I kind of I kind of prodded you into that early, <laughs> uh, but also it's because I have something in the. A second agenda for doing it. Okay. I know we're just average NFL podcast. Just mm-hmm. an average. But your team got dumpster rolled this weekend. Yes. But who's your other uh, sports home team that uh, did oh. something fucking wonderful? Oh, 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 the Atlanta Braves. I just got to throw that. We're we're a, yeah. we're a Georgia-based podcast. We, we got to mention our boys we, we, going hey, to the we, World Series, yeah. baby. World Series yeah. bound, take down the Astros. Yeah, I know um, we're not. I know we haven't won it yet, but just going no. there, hey, hey man, it feels pretty fucking good. I, it it feels great. Everybody keeps seeing party like it's nineteen ninety nine. Let's don't do that anymore now since <laughs> we're there because we didn't win in ninety nine. Let's party more like it's nineteen ninety five, uh, where we did win. Let's go out there and get it done. Bring home something for Atlanta, uh, a, a championship which we haven't seen in a hot minute here in the city. And Atlanta Braves are the only team in the city I'm a, a fan of, but I am a hardcore Braves fan, so I'm super excited to watch that. And I thank you for bringing me back down from my anger. I appreciate yeah. that. Did you want to add anything to my rant though, Baker, to defend the the trash can that is the current <laughs> Sam Darnold? I mean, look, I it, it's a tough situation at any point in time when your offense builds. Uh, they essentially base their entire playbook around a sole player. I mean, anytime McCaffrey's on the field, he is eighty to or seventy to eighty percent of the entire offense of the team. And to lose that 
takes puts so much three times more pressure on the quarterback and on top of that the last two games at least i haven't watched in full but i do know i saw enough of the highlights and whatnot to know that your receivers can't come down with the ball when they need to especially robbie and i mean you've got that plays that takes a big part on sam darnold and not just you know the beginning of the game you start tossing it out there and they're doing the same thing they did in the game before it hurts the morale of him as well not that he doesn't want to win but you got to take all this into consideration I'm, he come out there big-headed talked up like we talked him up said he was going to be big christian mccaffrey escaped and helped him yeah it, he i understand he needs christian mccaffrey there everybody needs a good dump off james white was it for 30 years forever with with brady but you you got to have that that dump off but since mccaffrey's been gone it just almost seems like i don't know if Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore can't catch the ball, the chemistry it just, is definitely something's, is off. Something's just completely, fully out of whack, and I don't want to put it all all on Darnold yet. Well, um, I, look, I don't want to put it, but it's he, wanna, his numbers have you know have how, gone down. But what it, was your O line ranked last year? Uh, during the bottom, twenty ninth. Well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> how bad was Teddy Bridgewater without McCaffrey? He wasn't. He this wasn't bad. this bad. No, Teddy Bridgewater just, was not this under bad. pressure. I mean, Sam Darnold but, can't make decisions. But is Sam Hubbard or is uh, Chuba Hubbard as good as Mike Davis did for y'all in the in the in that clip? I mean, you got to think too. Also, Chuba's you know, and not to mention none of the receivers are really seem to be stepping up and catching as much as they starting should. Starting out, no, my, uh, no, he's not as good as Mike Davis. But I don't know that he's being utilized the same way because the one thing is is that Teddy Bridgewater will utilize the the check down. I'll, like real quick, he became checked down Teddy yeah. for a lot of years. So, yeah. uh, Darnold is still forcing the ball downfield, forcing it in coverage, and he has not taken that check down to Hubbard or, or whatever back they got as frequently as, as should Teddy, be. Or, or maybe as he should be. As he or should Teddy be, maybe. Yeah. And I mean, in that, and no, that and so it's hard to evaluate from that standpoint whether Chuba is as good or not as good because he's not being utilized as much as Davis was. Yeah, but. You know that's a, that's a valid point. You know my thing is, I, I always I say this all the time. I evaluate a lot of my feelings on quarterbacks on how they carry themselves on the field. Mm. Sam Darnold uh, last year, or the year before, he talked about seeing ghosts in a game. And uh, for anybody who doesn't know, when a quarterback says he's seeing ghosts, that means he's seeing flashes out of his peripheral of defenders, even when they're not there, uh, because they get scared, they get happy feet, uh, they've been hit so much. And I just don't know that Darnold has the mental makeup to live in a place where he can make split decisions. You know, Teddy's a guy who's, you know, he just seems like he has a lot more composure when under pressure. And, and, and that's what usually will define what a NFL quarterback can or can be at this league is the type of decisions they make under pressure. If you think about Jared Goff and the reason I compare him to that, when Jared Goff had his best years, he had Todd Gurley back there to throw the ball to, to get it to him underneath – Todd Gurley would make guys miss, get first downs, where other guys would get stopped, and they would be in third and second and mid or long, uh, short so that they'd have to get it instead of getting constant first downs. The same thing that Darnold had with McCaffrey, he no longer has, and now he is just a pedestrian quarterback at best. In all fairness with golf's big season, too, they had the number two overall or number three overall ranked O-line, and he had That's true. six and a half to 25 minutes yeah. to decide <laughs> not to throw it downfield yeah. and to check it down to Gurley. I yeah. mean – I, well, there's there's a lot of comparison going on that we can. I'm not know, ready to close the book well, on Sam Darnold, but I'll tell you, I'm about ready to write, start well, writing that's that why, fucking last. Well, chapter. that's why we, you know, going back to what we said in the beginning, 
when we were talking him up, why did we talk him up? Because he was going into a new scheme post-Gaze. So we wanted to treat him like a reborn-again rookie yep. post-Gaze. Well, if we hold that to truth of what we said and we believe in it, we're only in game or week seven yep. of him in a new thing. He's had two bad weeks. I don't think we can close it out completely well, just yet. That's, I will say that y'all's perspective is probably less jaded than mine, being that I am a fan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, have, I, have a, I am willing you to You got losses no, to yeah. follow shitty now, play. It's, it's definitely of not a good play. look for him, no. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, yeah. But, and I mean, maybe if he played You just said for, it. He was a guy that saw ghosts at the previous yeah. place. But, man, how bad did they dance? Yeah. He was supposed to be amazing coming in, and they they might have ruined him. They may not have. But those first four games looked amazing compared we, to what you know he. We've ever seen did. flashes of him being a great quarterback, and it doesn't help that they had the, these last two games where DJ Moore couldn't come down with the ball. Robbie Anderson, look, he's had forty six targets and eighteen receptions all season. Yeah, Trash. I mean that is absolute. Yeah. I'm you, ready for Robbie Anderson to be on the fucking street. He needs to go to the bench. I mean, at this point, it's like that. If that's got to be. They just paid that's him. Crazy. That's they what I'm just saying. fucking paid him, and this guy is an absolute if fucking. If, Clown up. If there. we're gonna go over and talk trash on anybody that I hyped up in the beginning of the season, that it's on the Panthers at all, I I thought no, Robbie, I, yeah, Robbie needs to be great. thrown. Dude, under I the made a trade to go after him because I knew <laughs> Shit, I, knew I made DJ a trade Moore. last week to go after him because yeah. I thought maybe yeah maybe he's gonna that's start why I did out it. of it yeah and that's and that's so ele- he had nine targets this last week and only come down with two of them yeah. so I mean could you imagine let's say he came up he with leads three. the NFL in drops let's say he come up with three mm. of those I mean that would have boosted wow hey hey don't be asking too much of Robbie okay I'm just saying. That Nine targets Darnold's. and three catches. You're a hey, you're you're asking him to be at a 33 percent catch right there. And son, let me tell you, it ain't he gonna ain't there. Yeah, and that, but that's my thing too. Is you know your receivers make your quarterback look good. So I mean, and he's he's throwing the ball on the ground. You're saying time, he ain't so. gonna be catching no babies from no building. Oh no, Nelson Aguilar's worst day is twice as good as what <laughs> Robbie, Anderson. Robbie Anderson. I, yeah, I'll get on board with that. That's I'm. Well, I'm, that, but that that's that's my well. I can tell you, I, mean, I don't know what Carolina's going to do. There's there's a little turmoil, and they're now in those rumors about Deshaun Watson. Oh yeah, the controversy and, and all and, that. And that I mean that as soon as that game was over, the, the right across Twitter, boom, Panthers are now moved into the top of the consideration for the Deshaun Watson trade. Which is they're giving up on him just as quick as you. Like I mean, not if it's true. Yeah, but yeah, yeah they are. If no, it's that's true. true. Yeah, you know, and, and but I mean, uh, how much do they really have tied up in him? I mean, they didn't. Well, they got a second, second and a fourth. Yeah, second and fourth. Oh, Which was, yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. why. That's I mean, right. I mean, it's not I'm like think, it's, I'm thinking of the Gilmore trade. Yeah, yeah, no, they got uh, two bags of lettuce in the Gilmore trade. Yeah, yeah. and a and a, a fifth of uh, Fireball. Yeah, but it's uh, probably actually it's probably that uh, flash point that cheap <laughs> stuff. <laughs> but yeah, back to the Deshaun trade though. You know, there's that. Yeah. That deal needs to get done because it's fucking it's with a lot of as hell. quarterbacks. <laughs> it's it's, kill, it's, it's yeah. tearing the Dolphins apart. It is yeah. ripping their – it's fracturing their locker room. Yeah, He's going um, up on the Bears. I, don't I imagine know why it ain't helping Jalen Hurts' mental state. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he's going up on the Bears. I don't know what everybody's Jesus worried about. Christ. I mean <laughs> – Oh, yeah. I if mean, does, nobody out there really needs a quarterback a no more trade than the clause. Bears do. But, yeah, he has a no-trade clause, though. But Denver's still in the mix, I've heard, too. Which would probably be the best landing place for him. Yeah, um, with with the weapons and with the, the weapons the and the defense. Yeah, yeah. and and so uh, I don't know. Maybe if he goes there, we can trade and get Teddy back. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's going after Justin Fields and and supposedly <laughs> I don't know. That may be a broken man right there. But uh, supposedly too, with with what's what going on with Deshaun, there's some speculation that 
there people were worried that he was going to be on the commissioner's exempt list, and word has come out that that's not going to happen until his legal troubles are taken care of, and that trial or those trials aren't Multiple. scheduled to start till after the season. So, whoever trades for him, based off of what's being spread around now by right. beat writers and whatnot, is that he's going to be able to play. So that's Which, be pushing it. How far are we? How far away are we now from the trade deadline? I think like a week. Uh, we were 15 days. Uh, I know it's this week. I want to say like Wednesday or Thursday. Wednesday or Thursday is supposed to be the trade deadline. Um, but while you look that up, um, you know, so it's going to be interesting what's going on there and where he goes. Uh, as a Panther fan, I don't, I don't, I don't know. You know, it's hard with 22 or 23 accusations against him. You know. Obviously, you hope they're not true. You, you know, you hope this isn't the, the type of person that uh, he's being projected to be in the, you know, by the by his accusers. But I mean, generally, where there's smoke, there's fire. Right. Um, and so, I don't, you know, even as a Panther fan, I I don't know that I I want him. You know, so yeah. you know, we just have to see how that plays out. But well, uh, did you see when the trade deadline? Yeah, was? it said four p.m. Yeah, I know. That's a look I gave my phone. <laughs> when's the, when's the trade to 4 p.m.? And yeah. then I had to look a little further. Oh, it's November see? 2nd okay. of next week. But that's all it told me, 4 p.m. So okay, so it's okay. 4 p.m. on November 2nd. We've, <laughs> yeah. we've pieced so that together. A week, a week away. Yeah. We're a week away from the deadline. You'll see what uh, what happens. Watson, uh, Marvin yeah. Mack. Yeah. I wish Ronald Jones, but. <laughs> yeah, but apparently, what was that? What was the quote that uh, Bruce Herring's gave <laughs> Okay. That was it. Yeah. yeah that's direct quote. Word for word, man. That was, yeah, what was that on. That yeah. was, bring me my food. <laughs> that was Andy Reid. Oh. oh they, and Daniel Hayes. Yeah. They were standing on. <laughs> uh, another, uh, some more news this week. Brady hit that 600 uh, TD, and then Mike Evans is like, let me give this ball away. <laughs> he just walked up and just handed yeah. it off. And then yeah. uh, they got the ball back from the fan. But y'all hear what happened with what's going on supposedly with Romo oh on God. Twitter? Yeah. And uh, and so his joke was uh, that uh, the fan uh, Brady should offer the fan a date with uh, Giselle to a get date. the ball back. A date. It was yeah. a joke. And uh, apparently people were like, I don't think women should be bargained for sports uh, paraphernalia. And look. For anybody who says that, newsflash, no one thinks that women or anyone, any human, should be bartered for sports paraphernalia. Because uh, you know what? You know what it was? It was a joke. A fucking joke. You, and let's get to the point in life where we can make innocuous jokes about dates in order to get sports paraphernalia and the whole world doesn't flip the fuck out and try to cancel Tony Romo. But think, but So I read an article today that said that the... the um, the estimated value of that 600 touchdown football is somewhere between 440 and 500 thousand dollars at auction. So well, they can go out on a date with me, man. <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking like I'm willing to give my body up if this yeah, is what we're yeah. talking about. These kind of figures. All I'm saying is I got a pretty nice rack over here. I don't know if y'all see me. All I'm, I'm just, saying is home plate is saying. wide open. <laughs> I'm just like I just want to put it out yeah. there. We you know there yeah. there's still you a drop chance. 400k in my lap. You're gonna score. You bring me 110k. Yeah. I'm like uh, yeah. you give me 25 bucks. In a night at McDonald's, yeah, and dude, we're, yeah. second base is a sure thing for sure. <laughs> yeah, if you'd have found me at twelve o'clock today, I'd have taken a half-eaten sandwich. <laughs> so. 
Well, my point being is, come on, <laughs> let's make jokes. It wasn't like you know he said, "Hey, maybe you should let uh, you know him sleep with Giselle to get it back." It wasn't yeah, anything no. that that vulgar. Vulgar. There's vulgar, the word I'm looking yeah. for. It was just a stupid well, joke yeah. about going on a date with Giselle. Who? Guess what? She's a supermodel. Well, that's and what I was about to say. Newsflash: A lot of dudes would like to go on a date yeah. with Giselle and women. Well, she's a like supermodel that's in not the spotlight, me. being yeah. not tied me. to, to, to <laughs> Tom Brady. Not me at all. Not yeah, you, no. I'm just going to say yeah. it a hundred times. Yeah, yeah. neither not one me. of y'all. I'm assuming. Why are you winking? Because <laughs> I don't wink. What are you He's talking about? He's got something oh, in his eyes. There's, there's bugs in our eyes. There's nothing. Well, I, <laughs> I love my as the same oh, single my, as the only single I, man on this podcast. Hey, I wouldn't mind having a date with Giselle. I'd give my date to Daniel. So. Thank you. I'll take yeah. two dates with Giselle. But uh, it, so it's, it's just a joke. <laughs> but moving on, we're gonna hit some uh, stuff going on this week with injuries and COVID. Uh, if you got Devonta Adams, I just want to throw Stress. this to you. Yeah, yeah. Wah, wah. He's probably not playing. He's got the Thursday night game. He's on the COVID list. There's a small percentage chance that he could play, and that would be only if he didn't actually have a positive test and he pa- and he can pass or have two negative tests between now and then. And he's had a shot. 24 hours apart. Yeah, and I think he's vaccinated. He's, as long as, as, long he's, as vaccinated. he's vaccinated. Yeah. As long as he's vaccinated and he if, didn't get it. If he's not vaccinated, you won't see him until next week, period. Right. But if he's matter. vaccinated, there's a shot. Yeah, because it's a 10-day minimum or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And so I will say that, uh, you know, MVS, Randall Cobb, um, there's these Lizard. are people. Yeah, Lazard. Uh, Tanyan possibly if it's – Lazard, I mean, Tanyan. Tanyan had a decent week. Lazard had a decent week Lazard this past did. weekend. Yeah. <clears throat> and so um, I, I'm personally one that's – I'm on the Randall Cobb trade, and I think there's a, a lot of trust with him and Rodgers, and uh, I think he's at the safety net. So, But uh, we'll talk about that more later. Also, Miles Sanders has an ankle sprain. Two to three weeks is the projected time right now to be out. So um, – it seemed like when he went out, they were like, "Oh, hey, let's use our running backs more," and <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, Gainwell got a lot of you know pretty good bit of work. And you know, it's kind of sad that Sanders was doing pretty good in that game. They were using him a little yeah, more. It was they like started to, yeah. And then all of a sudden, yeah, well, they did at the end of the game before, and then they started yeah. out. Yeah. So it's maybe well, they heard they heard the the crowd at the end of last game. Yeah, <laughs> if you watch if you watch the game, every time he ran and he did it, they all they did was like cheer, cheer yeah. and holler his name. They had it's signs like, yeah. of run the ball. They just said it, run the ball. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, and by the way, uh, Adams is fully vaccinated. Okay, so okay, he is. So as long as he didn't actually pop as positive, then there is a chance he could come back, but it's still slim. Um, so you you know with waivers going, uh, you know tomorrow and Wednesday, you're definitely going to want to at least have a backup plan for that if you're the Adams owner. Uh, Michael Gallup is returning off the IR. They had 21 days to activate him, so we'll see how the, what goes on with that. Um, Chubb is expected to return this week. So is Tyrod. Taylor with the Texans. DJ Chark is going to be out the rest of the season, according to Urban Meyer. Ankle injury. Or yeah. Whatever, yeah. Uh, Zach Wilson is going to be out two to four weeks. And was that trade confirmed, or is it rumored that Joe Flacco is being traded? Uh, that was actually confirmed, I believe. So Joe Flacco, Flacco is yeah, is being Jets, traded to the Jets. From the Eagles. From the Eagles. I don't remember what the... And right. I don't think the, the terms were listed. It yeah, just said he's being traded. 
Um, more about while you vet that a little bit, um, Mahomes has cleared, did clear concussion protocol and will be playing this week. That'll be the same as if he doesn't, so don't. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, like one Man, I'll tell you. Yeah, I know, but it was it was a really bad Oh, it was, game. It was abysmal. And the Titans weren't... <clears throat> weren't supposed to uh they're not supposed their defense isn't supposed to do stuff like that yeah so yeah was, um, uh, you see anything on it well while looking for that i came across uh the fan that had to give up the touchdown ball is he getting a date with giselle no he got a, a autographed jersey <laughs> two signed jerseys yeah, two signed jerseys and a helmet yeah i knew the helmet from tom brady yeah and a signed mike evans jersey and his game cleats and a thousand dollar credit from the bucks team store and two season tickets for the remainder of the season. Damn. Plus next season. Damn. Oh, so, yeah, he got a date with Giselle, essentially. <laughs> That's worth it. I'd rather have the package he got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Right? Uh, yeah, no, me too. Uh, I, did y'all see the other thing that happened at the end of that game? Uh, there was a kid who the, held up the sign that the said, cancer uh, survivor yeah, I mean, or cancer bra- kid cancer. Or Brady yeah. helped me beat brain cancer, and yeah. Brady went up there and gave him the hat and shook his hand and stuff. I'm sure yeah. he's going to do more with that kid, but that was – you know, it, it, we talk about sports and the stuff goes on, and that like me getting angry about Darnold got it. But there are a lot of good things that happen, and these guys, a lot of these guys, are really good with their time and the way that they they do go and help and, and try to become pillars of the community. So, um, but that was you know a heartwarming thing to see. Even though uh, when it comes to sports hate, I am on the the Brady hatred train. But as a person, he seems like a good dude. Yeah. Um, the Chiefs. <clears throat> Going back to Mahomes, what the fuck is going on in oh, Kansas man. City? I don't know. I do not know. It's ugly is what it is. It's very ugly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because fucking Daryl Williams looks like a running back, and none of their receivers look like receivers. It's like upside-down land out there. Dude, yeah, you get a, 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 a oh guy, what's his uh, Pringle. Yeah, Byron uh, they're Pringle. They're looking like a, a every-week starter almost. Yeah, because. Yeah, it's just uh, – I can't even think of the word for it. Clusterfuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a good yeah, word. Okay. It is definitely that. Yes, a, a, a fluster cluck. Yeah, that one. I don't know. The, the, the chemistry is off with them. Uh, it's uh, – part of it is, like I've talked about in the past, the defenses are playing them different, but they, they're not using any of their checkdowns hardly at all. Mahomes is constantly trying to force the ball downfield. And like we were talking about, I think if you go back to week 14 of last season, Mahomes' quarterback rating has, is under 70, I think, or under really? 75. And it, it's just something's not right. You know, he got fat stacks on stacks on stacks, and he is not performing anywhere near that level since, you know, like I said, week 14 of last year. And I saw a meme earlier. It was um, Mahomes and his fiance, I guess where he had proposed and she said yes it was a, a post he put up on twitter or whatnot and at the top of it says mahomes hasn't been a good quarterback since this picture was taken <laughs> uh, so yeah you can take that with a grain of salt but flacco deal yes uh he's being traded for a six round conditional pick could be a fifth depending on how much he plays but yes he is going back to the jets yeah. again different coaches staff we'll, we'll see but the it's not like time? the Jets have been doing anything. Well, that's where he came from. He played four games. Like, he started four yeah. games for him last, last year. year. But this yeah. is like, so, I think it's like his third time going there, isn't it? No, I thought got... last year was his first time there. Was it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He went to Denver after uh, the Ravens and then from Denver to Jets. To the Jets? If I'm not mistaken. I figured he was the backup for everybody. But I he's... know. you. It doesn't matter. Um, who's who's uh, Sam Darnold's backup in Carolina? Joe Flacco. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's PJ Flacco. It is PJ Flacco. <laughs> it's Flacco <laughs> Walker. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's it's um, it's strange to see a team that was so has been so dominant just completely crumble. And really, the only things that have changed is their O line, and they got rid of Sammy Watkins. So yeah, apparently Sammy Watkins is the key. I see. He was well. <laughs> he's helped the Ravens out here or there. I mean, he's not been somebody that you know you see every week all the time. But hear his name a lot more than I thought oh, you would, though. Yeah, well, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Just considering. No, no. Know. Yeah, I was making a joke. He's, he's not the reason. <laughs> uh, any anybody who thinks they're actually a lizard is needs to not be on a football team. Oh uh, well, what about a podcast? <laughs> We'll talk about that later. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, speaking of the Patriots, though, we were just talking about the, or the Jets with the Patriots. They got 54 hung on them by the Patriots mm. this week. And the Patriots, their their offense has been not very meh. good. It's yeah. been meh. Yeah. yeah. Like, even though even though Terrell just pointed out a stat. You want, yeah. you want to go to that stat I, I real do. quick just, just, just to bring this up? Okay. Yeah, so if you're looking for a uh, flyer for the rest of the season on the quarterback, I just picked him up this last weekend. Who? Mac Jones. Who? Mac Jones. <laughs> I just want to. I want to throw something out here. Uh, he's first among rookie QBs. Okay, after this weekend, he's first in passing yards, first in passing touchdowns, first in completions, first in completion percentage, first in touchdown percentage, first in interceptions, first in yards attempted, first in QBR, first on target percentage, and least bad throws. And you might say, well, okay, because it's all been pretty easy schedule or whatever. He's also the most blitzed, the most hit, and he's had the least time to throw. <laughs> and that's why he's better than Sam Darnold. Mac Jones. Mac so, Jones. if you need a flyer, he has been toward the bottom of the list. I wonder he's... if the Panthers can sign Cam Newton. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But, yeah. Oh, that just, would be I'm just saying, amazing. because he's somebody you haven't thought about actually wanting to play because his numbers haven't been that great. He hasn't done huge, but he's he's pretty consistent. Consistent, though. He's yeah. very consistent. So, And apparently, uh, Belichick knows what he's doing when he drafts quarterbacks. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was, it, was, it was interesting watching them. Damian Williams had a really good day out there, too. Uh, Damian Harris, I'm sorry, and uh, he looked good out there running the ball. Um, I wish they used him more as, on passing downs because he does have that skill set. But Brandon Bolden is apparently that guy. Mm-hmm. You know, it was surprising to me though that that Ramondre Stevenson, after all the talk last week that he could be a sneaky pickup, and yeah. you know, I think Belichick even mentioned how he's been looking to practice, and then they're like, you know what? Just don't come to the game. Healthy dude. scratch. Go yeah. home. Go home. Rest relax. Up. Kick back. Watch the game from the, the we house. We got homie. this. Yeah, we don't need you. So uh, I don't know what that's about. Trade deadline, I, man. Yeah, he's a rookie. He's <laughs> yeah, he's but, but Brandon Bolton isn't though, is he? He's a uh, Bolton's he's, a rookie. Is Bolton a rookie? Okay, yeah, but I think he's an undrafted. Oh, okay. Um. Bro, okay, I may go on another rant with this one. Uh-oh. The Bears. The Bears. The Bears are trash. I mean, what is what is there possibly anything to rant about there? Yeah, though? there's Matt Nagy. Who? Matt Nagy, the coach of the Chicago Bears. He traded up to get Justin Fields, and he is breaking this man's spirit. Justin Fields is in danger of becoming a ruined prospect because of the way he's being handled by a shit coach and a, a shit staff. The play calling is abysmal. The offense itself is abysmal. They are doing nothing to design a a a 
scheme around this guy and his ability. He is, by all metrics and all stats you can find, the worst quarterback in the NFL right now. And look, I know that Justin Fields has to own some of that. I don't deny that. But he is a rookie who has been thrown into the fire, and they are not helping him. And if you look back through the history of what Matt Nagy's had since he's been there, every single quarterback he has has been trash. And it's at some point you have to look at the coach and say, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Is this – as a coach, it doesn't matter what level you coach at, your singular most important job is to put your players in a position to succeed. That is your job as a coach. It's not to be – the boss. It's not to be right. It's not to have a fucking ego, and it's not to have all those things. It is a simple task of creating an atmosphere that allows your players to succeed. And he's not doing that. Yeah. He he's an egomaniac who has to be right and wants everything. He wants all the credit for the good and none of the bad. And it's 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 sad what's going on with Justin Fields. The man looked like a broken spirit when they were getting trounced by Tampa, it looked like he was trying to hold back tears on the sideline. Allen Robinson's basically given up. This whole team is basically given up and it's it's if if I'm the Bears owner, I'm firing him now. There's yeah. nothing good that's coming out of keeping him the rest of the season. He's not getting better as a coach. The team's not going to get better with him. There's no rallying or anything going on there. So there's no point in even keeping this alive. If you want to save this prospect, you want to try to save Justin Fields Spirit, you may consider getting rid of the dumpster fire that is Matt Nagy and his ability to coach, or lack thereof. Yeah. I can get on board with a lot of that. So, moving on from that, and that sad situation, let's move to a happier situation. Not necessarily for me, because I was wrong. I admit that. Up to this point, I'm going to be wrong, but the Bengals are fucking rolling, my man, dude. We man. talked about it earlier, and I mean, what the hell? I'm, I, and look, I'm glad I'm wrong because I'm kind of liking the Bengals. <laughs> I'm kind of liking what's going I, on. I love I love Burrow. I love Jamar Chase. I, 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 I just feel – I like the feeling coming out of that city. And, uh, and so, hey, it's, it's one of them times where I'm just like, you know what, fuck it. I'm wrong. Let's do this. That's, yeah. Well, that's, like I said Sunday, I mean, between T. Higgins – and Jamar Chase, they're coming up with they've got. Yeah, T. A, Higgins. Oh man, I they're even a half a step away from having just super elite receiving core there, man. I mean, and even the backups, I mean, Alden Tate comes out there, and the few, yeah. the little bit of their time core, he gets, he looks at man. It's their core right now with T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, and Joe Burrow. Yeah, please. And, and then you throw Uzama in the mix, who's yeah. having the season of his life. Right, the last these three at weeks tied in, yeah. tied in. I mean, it's man, it's a, it's a, it's, it's fun. What's yeah. going on in Cincinnati is fun. It's fun watching them play. Then turn their defense around. They went and picked up that uh, what Hendricks. Um, I think his name is Hendricks. And then Jesse Bates is out there looking yeah. good. Um, Bates is beast. Sam Hubbard up yeah. just eating everybody's lunch. I mean, it's they they've man, got some magic going on they man. got something going on they're currently like we said earlier the number one seed coming out of the uh, afc let's just hope they can keep it rolling i mean yeah. that's that's what, where we're at this point well they're on a high note they just need to keep I it think, going you know the, yep. the thing is, is is like i've talked about with burrow burrow is a that dude gives zero fucks he's going to do what he does he's going to throw that ball and he's going to go out there and he's going to he's going to believe that he can always do what needs to be done yeah and he's got the ability to do it and i just i think they really got something special going down there 
are up there from where we're at and yeah. uh dude which I, they got a they got a juicy match up next week they're going against the jets uh, yeah, so, that's going to be super yeah, tough, you know, with watched. Flacco coming that's out probably, there. That's probably yeah. going to be the upset. I might as well go ahead and pick that next week for the upset. Yeah, but then they got, Cle- they got Cleveland right after that. Yeah, so. that, that, well, that's going to be the – It's going to be – well, that's really going to be determined about how many people Cleveland's going to have left to play <laughs> when that game comes around. So, yeah, that yeah. might be a juicy matchup too. Yeah, but freaking uh, barn burner When on you that say one. juicy matchup, are you meaning that it's like juicy as in juicy, they're going to destroy him? Because generally I think of juicy matchups like uh, there's going to be a close game you know, I think a, when I say it's a juicy matchup for Team X, I mean like they're just gonna go out there and annihilate it. They're gonna okay. fucking oh, so like benefits. a juicy matchup would be me fighting Jet Li. It's a juicy matchup for Jet Li. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm about to get fucking wrecked. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. I thought it yeah, would be I might t- use it in a different uh uh. uh Whatever okay. is right. most people. I just but. wanted. I thought you were joking, like being sarcastic when you said the Jets was going to be a juicy match. Oh, no, that's I'm, what I, that's I'm why I said. Yeah, I'm being 100 percent dumb over here. Yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, but when you said it again, when when, when I said about how the broken Cleveland was going to be, you go, well, that might be a juicy matchup too. I'm like, okay, uh, so, so he wasn't being sarcastic. It's going to be like a temper tack kind of <laughs> yeah. walk just, all over. I'm just thing. being weird. Oh, you're <laughs> being just average. Just, just average. average. So, yeah, dude, the, the Bengals were rolling. They went and did work. I thought it was going to be a blowout. I said it, and uh, it was a blowout. Like it we said, was. it was a fucking blowout. Yeah. But it was uh, not the blowout I predicted. Um, it was, the, it was uh, the fucking Bengals blowing out the Ravens. I didn't predict a blowout, but I did predict you a win. You did call the so win. Yeah. That's, yeah. I'll take that little pat to the back. Hey, do it. Talking about number one seeds, though, the number one seed currently in the NFC is the undefeated Arizona Cardinals. Talk about elite wide receiving core there. Oh, man. And now they apparently have an elite tight end. Zach Ertz, right? The real Zach Ertz stood up this last week. You got D-Hop. You added Ertz to it, which he balled out this weekend. Christian Kirk, yet again, put up another start-worthy fucking week. Connor Connor and and Edmonds, the duo. Connor Edmonds working it out. Yeah. their defense just flying all over. You got the place. highest percentage to two of the between Kirk and Rondell going into this last yep. week. The highest percentage of yards and completions going Our to them. Completion too. percentage, yeah. yeah. And, and Rondell's just, just saving everybody. Like he's he's just out there doing shit he shouldn't be yeah. doing. I mean, and then, that boy's amazing. And then Kyler, yeah, playing out of his mind still. Yeah. MVP yep. man, he's dude. That 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 offense. That's I'd like to see the Bengals versus Arizona. Bengals. Oh. That would that's, be. That's one. That would definitely be a nice one. We'd have to see how that one played out. Oh, you had me worried. I thought we weren't recording. No, sorry. <laughs> I forgot that I had minimized it. Yeah, I was sitting here like, oh, like literally five minutes ago. I was like, damn, I hope we're recording. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, we're not going to talk about the Panthers anymore. That's on the list here. We're just going to move on past them. I've already, I've already said my piece. Hopefully, they can figure some shit out and become respectable again. But. Um, Let's move on to uh, the top performers this week. I'm just going to run through these real quick. and uh, These are guys that don't generally show up on the top, but showed up on the top this week. Uh, you had, we talked about him earlier. Brandon Bold coming in at number four, running back at 16.9. Elijah Mitchell coming off injury and going straight into the number five running back at 16.7. Khalil Herbert out there looking like he's trying to take some jobs. Trying to steal it, The yeah. Bears uh, coming in at RB8, 15.8. Miles Gaskin sighting. Uh, coming into the RB9 with 15.7. Uh, Kenya Drake had to go and get in the top 20, so now I'm going to have to try to trade for him this, <laughs> se- this week. Uh, RB11, 15.4. And then J.J. Taylor, another back. You had 
you had um, three backs. Three of the running backs for the Patriots were um, in the top. I didn't mention Damian Harris because he's supposed to be up he's there. He's up there, but yeah. But uh, J.J. Taylor uh, uh, came in at number 12 at 15.1. Wow. And uh, now, granted, these all these rankings are based off before the Monday night game for anybody that's wondering. So these are subject to change depending on what happens in that game. Yeah. Um, for wide receivers, most of the top was the top guys. The top guys really ate this week. But uh, coming at number 12, Russell Gage showing up finally, 14-7. Wait on that one. Yeah, number thirteen, Khalif Raymond for the for the Lions coming in at fourteen six. Number fourteen, Alan Ra- uh, Lazard at four, with the Packers at fourteen five. He may be a waiver wire pickup. Uh, coming at fifteen, Kendrick Bourne, who passed for a touchdown, um, but he is the wide receiver fifteen at thirteen eight. Dante Pettis coming out of obscurity with the Giants with all the injuries. He's had two good weeks in a row, but he hit the. Wide receiver 16 at 13 flat. With a touchdown pass. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he also had a pass, him and Kendrick Bourne. Um, then at uh, wide receiver 19, Van Jefferson at 12.3. And then 23, Brian Edwards, 11.8. Finally got into the end zone again. Some tight ends. It was – guys, I don't know if y'all heard, but it was a tight end, National Tight Ends Day. So well, it, it showed. National yeah. Tight End Day. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about him earlier. Zoma was the tight end one with 22.6. Kyle Pitts going out there and and uh, proving all the haters wrong about rookie tight ends. He's on pace for twelve hundred yards. Yeah, and they just figured out how to use him two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, right? He's, He's got eleven hundred of them. <laughs> Dude's a freak. And, yeah. Tight end two nineteen point eight. Gasecki who's just becoming a solid dude. Uh, tight end three at eighteen flat. Foster Moreau filling in for Darren Waller at tight end four with uh, fifteen flat. Uh, yeah, tell me about it. Robert Tanyan at tight end six finally had a Tanyan sighting at 14.3. Bo Alley Cox coming in at tight end nine with 10 flat. He's had a couple weeks he's flashed. And then tight end 10 is Mecole, Michael, McColl, Pruitt, 9.7. And then there's only a couple running back, or I mean quarterbacks worth mentioning that aren't generally at the top, but Tua currently sits as the number one quarterback of the week with his four touchdown passes at 28.54. And the quarterback nine we talked about, Mac Jones. What the quarterback who? number who? nine? Oh, you. that's what it was. <laughs> I'm like, why did he? Po- oh, like, who? <laughs> Mac Jones at twenty two point one eight. Oh man, we rehearsed this I before, and you guys. Hey, I just want the script, guys. I, I don't want to interrupt you, but I do want to go back to one person you talked about. Do it, uh, Khalil. Yep, Khalil Herb. Herbert. Yep. I just want to point out, we're talking about a. He was third string. He's a rookie, and yeah. he put up 100 yards against Tampa's vaunted defense, run yes. defense. And I, somebody's like, uh, somebody said, uh, yeah, but that was all trash can yards. They were protecting throw because they were up. It, it doesn't matter. It still starts up front, and he yep. put 100 up against them. No other team, I think, this season yet has put up more than 50? No, not rushing. Yeah. I mean, you've had uh, Gaskins put up a, guy, a lot of receiving yards. Receiving, yeah. He had others. a lot of receiving yards. Yeah. yeah. Herbert did 100 on the ground. Which, you know – Talking about Just Tampa saying. and their secondary, they they're running fourth and fifth string defensive backs out there, and still uh, Matt Nagy and his awesome uh, offensive mind could not develop a scheme to get Justin Fields to throw any balls and complete them to any receivers. So. Yeah. But uh, moving on to another segment where we get to burn off some anger towards some players, <sighs> the the uh, the segment that we all love that is. Fuck that guy. guy. And I'm going to kick this off. 
I went on the rant earlier, so I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time roasting these motherfuckers, but I'm going to still bring them up. So I'm going to, we're just going to say Sam Darnold, 3.44, fuck you. Uh, Chuba Hubbard, 7.6, fuck you. Robbie Anderson, and this is, oh fuck man. You. Fuck you. This is the, 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 the biggest fuck you of all. Yes, fuck you, 2.9. Yeah. And to you three Panthers who were absolute <laughs> trash can dumpster fire pieces of ass, I want to say to you, fuck, fuck those guys. And in a similar scenario with a, what seems to be trash can offense for this year, I'm going to go with uh, Allen Robinson and Darnell Mooney, two receivers for the uh, Duh Burrs. Duh. And, and as we watch Ayers. Matt Nagy stray Odell on his whole team <laughs> this season and wow. just allow Justin Allegedly. Fields <laughs> to get straight up beat up out there, uh, it, it sucks for me to have to put one of the best receivers I can think of An with trash can quarterback yeah. – and a, an up and coming receiver, receiver who should yeah. be an elite receiver on this on this segment because y'all put up a Allen Robinson two point six and Darnell Moody four point nine like. Well, let's it, go ahead. And, let's go ahead. And just throw Nagy. Throw yeah, Nagy we'll throw Matt Nagy on this. One. We should just probably just say to Matt Nagy, "Fuck, fuck that guy. guy!" Three times, <laughs> and then we could bring up you know fantasy wise. Mm-hmm. Allen Robinson and Darnell Mooney, y'all yes. are hurting people. So from us to you, fuck, fuck those, those guys. guys. Uh, I just might as well wipe them all out in one. Because <laughs> there's not enough stats to even fill up all four of them for five minutes, man. Uh, first of all, Tim Tim Patrick. Yeah, we're calling you Tim Patrick again. Yeah, you don't get the cool name you anymore. You don't get your cool name anymore. You're not anymore. Timberland Patrick's son this nope. week. You're Tim Patrick. Nope. Uh, listen, dude. You, two receptions, 15 yards, 2.6 points. Hittable like your performance. Uh, next on the list, Mark Andrews. Oh, Come on, man. An elite yeah. tight end. Uh, on National Tight Ends yeah, Day. Yeah, on National Tight Ends. Against end. the Bengals' paper defense. Exactly. Oh, God. Look like, a, look like an elite pile of shit. Nah, uh, <laughs> listen, man. Uh, three receptions. Uh, seven targets. The volume was there. Just couldn't catch shit for 48 yards. 6.3 points. I know mm-hmm. that isn't killer, but, man, that's not you. Uh, Julio Jones. Dude, I love you. <laughs> I, I, you did so much awesome shit in Atlanta for us, but may, maybe you just need to sit down for a minute. Maybe you need to sit down for a couple hot minutes. Uh, he put up a bunch of uh, fancy owners, a whopping 4.8 points. That's a uh, kind of shit out trash. of, yeah, trash. Out of uh, supposed to be a top receiving uh, receiver. Yeah. And then last Fat but not doo-doo. least, Mike Davis. Dude, what the fuck? Odell. One point. Allegedly. One point out of a starting running back that, you know, it's 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 tough out here for running backs. He's on, not the Falcons starting running back anymore. No, he's well, not. He's not. <laughs> Cordero it's, Patterson. It's Cordero oh, Patterson, and then it's Matt Ryan. <laughs> yeah. And then it's Mike and then Davis. It's Mike Davis. <laughs> so to these four guys, uh, dude, I just want to give a big old heartfelt. Fuck those, those guys. guys. I got one more I want to throw out here because uh, I wanted to hit all them. Panthers in a, in a bunch, but I got one that's personal to me because he's going to be the reason that I lose to Baker this week in one of our leagues, and that's Mr. Aaron Jones. Mm. Mr. Aaron Jones, you went out there and you put up 6.4 points in a game where your team rolled, okay? Your team, everybody else on your team got points. You were like, you Except know what? AJ Dillon. 
Well, yeah, yeah. AJ Dillon, <laughs> you, the running game apparently was not was not utilized. Yeah, because you know what? We all scored more fantasy points than AJ Dillon. Yes, did. we did, and he played the whole game. The whole game. <laughs> and so, uh, but so specifically to Aaron Jones because AJ Dillon is always hit or miss. But you're supposed to be hit, yeah, and you missed. So, Mister Aaron Jones, I'm calling you Mister because I still got respect for you. You notice I didn't say Mister for any of the other guys that I talked about a second ago. Exactly. But I am saying Mister the guy. And I guess I get to finish it up, so I'm going to finish it up with a little bit of a a Noah Fant. Um, I mean, it was National Tight End Day week, whatever, and you're out there not even finishing in the top 20. You're supposed to be one of the big tight ends out there, and you're giving everybody a whopping 6.4 points. Yes. Oh, so you're saying him and Mark Andrews went to the same National Tight End Day party? Which they did. Was the wrong <laughs> which one. Which was the wrong <laughs> yeah. one? Yeah. Everybody they, else they is like, "Hey, where's Fant and, uh, uh, and Andrews?" And they're like, "Oh, oh we went to the National shit. Backup Tight End <laughs> yeah. Day well, party." <laughs> well, what happened was, is what, what was his name, McCool or uh, my, my, Michael. 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 He, he stole the invitation Pruitt? that Mark Andrews had, oh. and somebody else stole the other invitation. Uh, the Tennessee. Oh no, the the uh, 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 Vegas. Yeah. Uh, backup. Morno. Osama, <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they stole yeah. – either way, I mean, it's still – Yeah, they went to the wrong party. They went to the wrong party, did not put up the points. And Shit I'm got just, mixed up in the mail. <laughs> I'm just going to throw this on top of it as Emails well. Got it deleted. was a party where Romo was trying to sell everybody's wives for paraphernalia. <laughs> when they could have waited he's such around, an evil person. They could have waited around and got season tickets. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah. but I mean, fuck Noah Fant and and fuck so yeah. For oh, those for no, those of you, wait out a minute, there, I'm going to bring up the one you're about to bring up. Uh, you're bringing him up. Yeah, well, we'll go. Let's get Noah Fant out of the okay, way. Okay, so Noah, fuck, fuck that guy. guy. An honorable and, mention specifically for me and Baker because we have other players on this team. Is this the one you were going to bring up? Might be. <laughs> okay, we have other receivers on this team that we, we would love to get touchdown catches. But apparently, the only person on the Los Angeles Rams who can catch touchdown passes from Matt Stafford is Cooper Cup. And we generally don't put people on the Fuck That Guy page who are absolutely monster. But I'm getting so tired of watching Cooper Cup score. I'm done with this. This It seems like every single week of fantasy, I have to play someone else who has Cooper Cup. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And I have Robert Woods on on a couple teams, and I have Tyler Higbee. Look. And I'm I'm tired of it. I have Van Van Jefferson, and I don't expect much out of Van Jefferson ever. Like, I'm not out there. He had a decent week. He had a decent week. But I don't don't play him going, he's going to fucking win for me. But – I play all my receivers on my team saying they're going to win for me, but when I'm playing against <laughs> Cooper Cup every damn week... He outscores all of them put together? I, exactly! <laughs> how are you supposed to compete with a tight end that lives in the end zone? Or, excuse me, a wide receiver. Oh, my and God. And then he tried to walk into the party. They're like, get, get the hell out of here. You're not he, this party. He He's looks like, like oh. he should be in the mountains of West Virginia making Man. moonshine. It's, I bet he makes good moonshine. He probably could. Well, he just apparently can do whatever he does good. Looks. Yeah. Look, so but, I just want to say to Cooper Cub, because you're being so awesome. Yes. Yeah. Fuck, fuck that guy. guy. And speaking of uh, Stafford and Cup, we're going to roll into Toaster Roast. And mm. uh, we're going to go ahead and give our buddy Smish Terry Rowland a big fat fucking toast. Yeah. You and called, fuck that guy too. Yeah. He called it. Yeah. He called the the uh, Stafford Cup stack this week. Stafford dropped to twenty seven point one six, and we just mentioned Cup dropped thirty two point six. That is definitely the best stack 
that that uh, he's called so far, and he was on it. And so, uh, nice uh, toast to you, Mister uh, Mister Roland. Oh, that was pretty sweet. That was pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're moving up with some. I'm glad I was prepared to do that with you. <laughs> Uh, so while we're doing some toaster roast, Terrell, how'd you do with your tight ends of smash this week? I couldn't have fucked up if I tried. Apparently, that's true. <laughs> it was National Tight End Day. Yeah, that's true. As long as you didn't pick uh, Mark Andrews or Noah Fant or Darren Waller. <laughs> <laughs> so my picks were uh, for the first one was Gasecki or, or Ricky Seals, kissed by a grape, uh, rose by on a rose the grape, on the grape. Yeah. Junior or Jones, however you want to call him. <laughs> so Gasecki put up eighteen. Uh, total and Ricky Seals went up with eight. So technically, I guess we could have put Ricky Seals on the fuck that guy segment. Nah, because as a tight end, it's so hard to get points. I, eight's it is, eight, but yeah. he's the only tight end along with like three others that didn't put up double digits. Yeah. So that's true. Uh, but no, then, but he did give eight. So that, that was a decent for a tight end. He wouldn't have killed you. Yeah. So Gusecki put up 18. Ricky did eight. And that was my, my top two. Uh, my other two flyers were I was going with Dallas, uh, Joe Dirt. And uh, Zach Ertz because of their newfound roles with that trade. Yep. And, and how'd uh, you do with those guys? Well, old Joe Dirt <laughs> gave us ten five. Dallas Goddard for for the, anybody not familiar with who Joe Dirt is. Yeah, I'm just I'm never calling him by his name again. So. <laughs> and then uh, Zach Ertz gave us fourteen five. And looked great. Yep. And Zach Ertz did end up, or no, uh, uh, Dallas Joe Dirt did end up leading the team in receiving. In receiving. Uh, so that was uh. That was him for this weekend. Okay, well, I'll hit my uh, my Daniels don'ts. I I uh, also swept the board. Although uh, Zach Wilson, he got hurt in that game and left, but he was he was playing like ass. He was prom to come up and win. Yeah, he would have yeah. had to have a tremendous like third or fourth <laughs> quarter. So, you know, it is what it is. But I I picked golf against the Rams. Obviously, that was a good one. He put up like uh, I don't even think he maybe ten or eleven. And then Davis Mills. I picked three quarterbacks that probably weren't going to play, but you know. Hey, you do what you got to do when you need dubs. Yeah, so get it. <laughs> um, so we're, speaking of needing some dubs, let's move on over here to Baker's. Yeah, I think, this, I think this week we're going to learn something. <laughs> yeah, well, one thing we got to learn is, is guess who's got to go try to get Leonard Fournette in the league this week? I'm working on it. <laughs> so you you said to pass on Fournette finishing in the top ten, and he, uh, he got up there in that top ten again this week. So. I knew it like the first play of the game, it was like Fournette touchdown. It wasn't in the first play, but it, it yeah. seemed like it to me. Cause, yeah. But, yeah, you're no, looking for. I was like, fuck this shit, man. You're and like, then fuck he, that guy. Then he, finished, he only finished with like – 15 points I'm like no way he's going to be top 10 with a running back and yeah, all it was down it was and, down a week and then it was still he still was like all the seven, points went to so. the tight ends yeah that's <laughs> damn tight end week yeah um you also uh smashed on Cordero Patterson which he didn't have a bad week but he didn't get into the top 10 he did not get on he, top he got to 10. 17 I think yeah and then you passed on Elijah Mitchell which to be honest with you I probably would have passed on him too coming mm-hmm. off an injury the way that that backfield sometimes is yeah. is uh, and 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 Hasty was coming off of ours. Yeah. So we thought was that was going to cut into it. And Hasty did on third down, but yeah. Elijah Mitchell just did so good on first second down. It was in the first quarter. Like I looked, I was playing against somebody who had him, and he had like fourteen points that's, in the first quarter. That's another rookie running back. He, he's looking he looks yeah. good. Well, he looks better in Sermon because yeah. at least he can get on the field. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, you did get Chase Edmonds though. You said to pass on Chase Edmonds versus Houston. Yeah, and you got that right. I only think he finished in the top twenty. So, good call on that. Uh, finally, uh, your wide receivers. Uh, you you said to smash on DJ Moore at the Giants, and uh, we obviously know how that went based on the fact that the Panthers are trash. 
Um, you you passed on Calvin Ridley at Miami. You got that right. Yeah. Um, we don't know what's going to happen. You passed on DK versus New Orleans in the top ten, but that game hasn't happened yet. And you smashed Mike Evans versus Chicago. And uh, I'm pretty sure did Mike Evans finish inside the top ten? Um, he hmm. might have been because he had a billion and a half touchdowns. Yeah, I think he had he had the. I think he was at the national tight end day yeah. party as well. Yeah, well, he's him so big, they, maybe they thought he was a tight end. Yeah, him and Cup were out there <laughs> celebrating yeah. with the tight end. Yeah, three touchdowns. He definitely got in. Um, you passed on Jay, and it wasn't a mixing day. It was at least in their history, four hundred yard games this season so far. Wow. Well, you know, yep. Burrow had over four hundred yards in the third quarter. By the end of the third quarter, yeah. it was at 400 yards. Yeah. So, well, Burrow, he ended with like 416. Yeah, no. I, they started mixing. Yeah. Mixon got his touchdown in the end of it, and it was, a, oh, no, it was an all-ground game. I'm following this up with the fact that he, he only ended with to, 416. But Jamar he, Chase had 200. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's so, what I'm saying. <laughs> that was one hell of a first half. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I thought it was going to be a mixing day, and it turned out it was a chase day. Yeah. So, Thankfully, Mixon got that touchdown to save his fancy day. I know. It was straight trash. It was, yeah. Um, Tua, you smashed on that against Atlanta. He went out there, and I think he's currently the uh, he's number one. Little secret: if a quarterback's playing against Atlanta, I'm gonna smash. <laughs> uh, it's just a secret. It's just a uh, secret. Noah Fant against uh, Cleveland. You passed, yeah. and that was a good call because he was on the fuck that guy segment. He was, <laughs> and uh, and then you smashed on Mo Alley Cox finishing inside the top ten, and he yeah, creeped. Yeah. Creeped right in at number nine. He so did. You did get that. Still so. got a game tonight, but I think you're safe with who's playing tonight. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I can name one tight end in this whole game, and I don't even know if he's really an actual tight end. Juwan. <laughs> <laughs> Juwan Johnson. Yeah. yeah. Well, Watch him finish seven, with thirty points. You went seven and five this week. Last week you went eight and four, so you're pretty consistent. So it's not terrible. Yeah. yeah. Is that is that toast worthy? Yes. We can toast, toast that. Hey, if, if it's if it's that good. Here, get. Hey, where's my toast? There we go. You forgot my. Okay. Oh yeah, we did forget Terrell's toast. Let's oh, Terrell's toast. Hold on. Oh, oh, oh God, we're doing a lot. Of For everybody wondering, that was just Matt Baker's smash <laughs> bottles together by himself. Like, <laughs> he just had like five bottles in his hands. Yeah, yeah. It was like he was clanking them with each other. Oh my bad. His quadruple my fisting. Good. Uh, <laughs> um. So. On it's a low side of it all and everything, but you're getting plus two. <clears throat> Daniel had plus 10, and Terrell had plus 14. Ooh. Starting with this week. So, my picks this week were Bengals over Ravens, which they took it. Mm-hmm. Bengals beat Ravens. Bengals, Bengals beat Bengals, Ravens. Yeah. Colts over the 49ers, which that was a pretty yeah. handily won game. Uh, Washington, or excuse me, Packers over Washington, mm-hmm. which that happened as well. But then I picked the Dolphins over the Falcons, and i tell you this, like, I knew they had the game when they got that last touchdown. Like, I just knew it. There was 40-something seconds left. I was like, no way. And freaking Matt Ryan did it. They come back, and they got um, Young Way Koo. And w- once I saw See, Young Way Koo hit the field, I was like, fuck, they lost. You can't forget. The man it's, leads the most comeback games in the history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so, so I, I lost that one on, on a field I don't know if it goal, leads, so. but I know it's 40-plus, and that's a like, stupid yeah, high number. Yeah, a big number, yeah. So. And then I picked um, the Jets, uh, Jets to beat the Patriots as a comeback week. How'd that turn out? It turned out pretty great because you know if um, Zach Wilson had played the whole game, <coughs> it might have been sixty. It would have been seventy <laughs> points. Uh, but I lost that one. She so had a hand the head receivers playing quarterback <laughs> on the other side of the ball. But yeah, so I mean, I got plus 
plus three and negative two, which gives me a big plus one. Add it to my plus two. I'm at plus three. Okay. Make a gain. Make gain of ground. Yeah, you no. are. I'm not, but I'm. <laughs> hey, but I'm taking risky right picks direction. every week. Yeah, I'm picking. I'm taking risky picks every yeah. week. We're gonna see how this works out. Well, I picked. Uh, I picked Green Bay over Washington. Yeah. Okay. So that's a plus one. Yep. And then I was like, you know what? I'm taking the Raiders over the Eagles. That was yeah. plus one. And then I was like, you know what? I want to pick a risky game. I'm going to take the Bucks over the Bears. <laughs> yeah. Hugely risky. And yeah. then I was like, yeah, I'm going to take an easy one. I'm yeah. Take the blowout. Taking the Ravens over the Bengals. Over the oh. Bengals, yeah. yeah. How'd that yeah. work out? Not too good. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, shout out to John Boy and Billy. I stole that. But uh, <laughs> Panthers at New England was my other pick. I picked the Panthers, and fuck you, Panthers. So that's a negative one. So I got a positive one as well. Panthers at who? Uh, sorry, Giants. 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 Yeah. It would, I'm glad he, it wasn't at New England. They'd have put 90 on <laughs> That's a plus one. So we got you 11 plus ones. 11 plus ones. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, so I thought I was making a couple hey, of risky Baker, picks. Before he makes his picks, oh, I just want me and you to shout out to Terrell. Fuck that guy. guy. Okay, go I ahead think with he's your picks. cheating. <laughs> I meant... <laughs> Wait, hold on. I don't know. <laughs> Look, I mean, one of these picks was purely out of heart. No uh, no context others. So I should have lost it, honestly. Yeah. I, I picked the Falcons to win against Miami. And really, that should have went the other way. But, you know, Matt Ryan let it back and got that dub. Yeah. Yep. So uh, now we're sitting at 3-3. Three and three. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. First time. By the way, it's the first time uh, Falcons have been 500 uh, since the Super Bowl year. Oh, Just wow. so you know. Wow. Oh, what's that mean? Uh, that even though we look like shit this year, it's improvement. Cordell yeah. Patterson's gonna take out the Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's calm down, but it does mean we're only half a game out of playoffs as of right now. That's true because uh, the Panthers shit in the bed. Yeah, uh, and, but, and everyone else's bed. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, so I got. That's Atlanta. what that was in my bed. Uh, and yeah. then I had Sam Darnold. Yeah. <laughs> I picked uh, New England beating the Jets. I thought that was an easy no-brainer just because, uh, you know, Belichick fucking hates rookie quarterbacks. Yeah, so, does. got that one. <laughs> I, he's got something. A Except his own. Well, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I picked the Rams to beat the shit out of Detroit. That happened. Yeah, and it then started my, out interesting, though. Yeah, yeah, it did start out interesting. It did. Like a video game. Yeah, and then my last two picks, I chose Arizona to stay on beaten. And oh wait no that is all of them oh no and uh, Carolina to beat New York or not, got Jets wah, wah, Jets wah, wah, wah. Wah. so your your sad trombone sucks yeah, I, got, I, I got mad as one <laughs> I thought the Carolina one was a for sure thing and that's the one I lost yeah yeah, yeah so so that gives you a plus three yeah plus three yeah so now you're a plus seventeen. Plus one seventeens. Mm. Again, I want to say to you, Terrell, fuck, fuck that guy. guy. <laughs> well, you know, uh, we're gonna hit on some waiver wire ads here real quick. Um, we'll start off with the quarterbacks. If Trevor Lawrence is out there, you want to grab him. But I would say the top one to grab, based off of the stats Terrell threw at me, is probably Mac Jones. I, I went look at this matchup. He should have a good matchup this week too. Yeah, he's twenty two point four percent owned. So if you can get him, get him. If you got room to stash, just to have him, Deshaun Watson. Mm. And, uh, yeah. and then Trevor, and then Daniel Jones, if he's out there. Don't stress I, Daniel I was just, Jones. I was just going to add, the Mac Jones isn't a high ceiling play. It's just a, he's not going to yeah, kill, kill you. Yeah, he's not going to kill you. Kenneth Gainwell is the top running back to grab. 
mainly because if he's still out there, he's only on a 23.7%. Yeah. But, with you know, Sanders with Sanders going down, going down you know, he yeah. did get some, he did, he did get some work. Um, on top of that, you may want to, if Boston Scott's a sneaky grab and he's only owning 1.4%, so you can definitely get your hands on him. Um, Why is JJ Taylor on? I mean, I know we had a decent week this week. This is, but no, we're only just stop at number four. Oh, okay. Scott's Ignore in. the rest of that. Yeah. Ignore what yeah. I just said because I don't know why <laughs> Peyton Barber's on there either. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Um, Rashad Penny's a sneaky pickup just because of all this, the ambiguity that's going on with yep. the backfield there and who's going to be healthy and all that. Uh, and Brandon Bolden's getting a lot of passing work. He's becoming that James White. James White was always a good fantasy grab. So yep. I would probably say that maybe Bolden might be the second uh, pickup on this list under Kenneth Gainwell. I'd, I'd agree with that, definitely. Uh-huh. Um, and then moving to wide receivers. We talked about uh, – I'm going to say Rashad Bateman's your top pickup. If he if he's out there, grab him yes. now. Yeah, get you're, him. You're looking at a potential second half yeah. of the season breakout rookie performance. If he's still out there. Yeah, he's getting – I mean, he's currently only owned by 24.6%. Um, and the dude is getting targets. He's been getting targets since day one. He is electric. So I would say he's our top guy. Um, Michael Gallup is coming off IR. He's still owned in 45.4%, but if he's – Happens to be available. Grab him. Um, LaVisca Chenault's. I mean, he's owning he's, almost 60%, yeah, so he's probably not going to be there. Um, he's probably then, on my team already. Probably our top pickups will be Alan Lazard and Russell Gage, besides Bateman. Uh-huh. You're definitely going to be looking at that if Devonta Freeman doesn't play. If Freeman does play, then they're just dice rolls. But if, if – uh, not Freeman, Jesus. Devontae Adams. Uh-huh. If he doesn't play because of COVID on Thursday night, then I, I would feel comfortable. I think it's going to be Russell, the Russell Gage show. Uh, but just make your call. It's going to be him or Lazard, or it might be both. You think you it's going to be the Randall Cobb? I'm going to fix this so nobody gets confused. What did I say? You said Russell Gage. Man. So you think it's well, going to be the Randall well, Cobb? Yeah, because you're I'm reading looking, the thing. Russell Gage is right there. Right in, there. Yeah. So, so, yeah, Randall, <laughs> Randall Cobb, Cobb I, I, is who we're looking at. Next yeah. to Rashad Bateman, me personally, I'm trying to get Randall Cobb. I'm also the Devontae Adams owner in the league, and that's who I'm going after. And then you got potential Lazard. with Lazard. Lazard, you know, he had a big game this last week. So and I clearly, think, and then the MVS is coming off of IR. I don't know. If, they still have 21 days. So I don't know if he, he's been activated yet. So they're I hoping he plays this Thursday. Okay, yeah, so, so that he's probably being activated. So that may be a sneaky pickup in deeper leagues. Um, I don't think. I don't think he's going to come back and do much. I don't either. But he will. But he be, is a big play guy. Well, if if Adams isn't out there. MBS was already your deep threat guy, right? And yeah. now he's going to be your guaranteed. Yeah. So you, if you throw anything him, over if he can get you a yards. touchdown, yeah. So. Um, and so and look, if Van Jefferson's out there, grab him. Okay? He's he's going to be. I think he's going to be because Cooper Cup can't do this forever. Uh, I, I'm beginning to doubt that. I, 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 I don't think too. Cooper Cup can do it. Forever. <laughs> I don't know anymore. I, you know what? Fuck that guy. Yeah, I don't know him. if he can do it anymore. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, also for this week, Robert Tanyan. It, yeah, it may be a sneaky up. play if you're looking for just again um, because of what's going on with Adams. Uh, CJ Uzoma. I'm fixing to go out and get him everywhere. I he's being used, um, and there's something going on in Cincinnati. This guy could be a guy that everybody's screaming for in a couple games. So if you got room, grab him now. He's only owning 14.2 percent, and he may be super valuable to you. And worst case is in a couple weeks if he's not. If all of a sudden he is relegated back to the witness protection program and you don't hear from him anymore, then you just drop him. I'll tell you but what, he's though. worth a stash for sure because they are th- throwing it and they're throwing it to him. 
from what I've seen, I, I, this may be just an average guess, but I, I swear he's probably got some of the most consistent long-range touchdowns of any. Cause well, that's where most it's of his, He's not getting a ton of targets. He's not. He's well, only getting three or four receptions, but he's turning that one reception into a touchdown yeah, almost every time. Like he's, with what Jamar's doing, and now T. Higgins coming out, yeah, he's, he's fucking wide open he all, is. all the time. And, then he and it shows in his – so he only got targeted three times in the last – or three times last game, last game. three times game four. Yep. But he's catching all three of them. Right. And he's running right into the end zone. <laughs> Out of his last four, he's only missed one of his targets. Right, yeah. But he also has four touchdowns. That's what I'm saying. So like it's, if he's it's targeted, so you, he's but, catching it. But well, look this at is his, one of those his yards, the fire. though. Oh, I know. Yeah. He's got he's got big yards for a tight end just to be targeted. It's not just in the red zone. Yeah. He's what? catching them at the 30-yard line and running in for a touchdown. And the thing is, so. is last year when Robert Tanyan was on his, uh, his historical pace of touchdown mm-hmm. catches – Everybody was like, oh, I don't know if we should go get him because he's not, you know, it's got to end at some point. And he, yeah. it's sustained for most of the season. Right. I don't think Uzoma's going to have four touchdowns out of six catches every fucking for the rest of the season. But it's one of those, hey, ride the streak while it's hot. Jump it. on well, the fucking bandwagon now. If you need a tight end, yep. throw him in and ride this fucking boat until it crashes. Yeah. Well, it's just like Knox. He was making the most out of what he was getting. So what do you do? You ride the hot hand until it's done. Mm-hmm. That That yep. is him now. That's him now. That exactly. is him now. So you ride the hot hand until it's done, and he's getting it. And what's what's going on with the Colts, this this is a team that is, is peaking. Well, we've been mentioning it for a couple of weeks now. And uh, Wentz has always been a guy who likes his tight ends. Mo, Mo Cox is now becoming a guy you can semi-depend on. I'm not talking about a top five guy, but he is he's always he's consistently he's finishing a, he's right around that tight end ten and I somewhere. was thinking that in the beginning of the season he was gonna be big and it took three or four weeks. I to mean, open as a up, person but, he's ginormous. Well yeah, yeah. No, I mean <laughs> but, but yeah, I was thinking like, you know six, five. I had yeah. him I had him for two or three weeks in the beginning, I'm like, eh and I dropped him yeah. and then all of a sudden it's like it's back to this the old Wentz. Uh, well, it's, He's they're, getting they're comfortable. Starting, so. Yeah, they're starting to figure things out up there, and Wentz starting to get comfortable. The O-line's starting to click. Nelson's back now. Jonathan yeah. Taylor's doing his thing. The wide receivers are starting to work. So I really think this is a team you know, that's really starting to get things Watch figured out. Watch out for. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And, like and, we thought in the offseason. Yeah. I mean. And uh, Evan Ingram had a decent game, um, if you want to grab him. And then Sam uh, – Sam. Dan Arnold. Don't pick up Sam Darnold. Pick up Dan Arnold if you're looking for a guy who's you hopes he's going to get targets. They're coming off a bye. Yep. Hopefully they're they figured out how to work him more into the offense, so he could become more viable coming out of the bye. Um, and again, if he doesn't work out, drop him in a couple weeks. So, but yeah, but I mean, he's he's worth mentioning just because volume is key, and he's getting volume down. Yeah, there. he oh, has yeah. and has been consistent. These other guys are making the most off of three catches. He's going to have nine targets. Yeah. So right. And so, you know, that's your waiver wire ads this week. And uh, it's, it's starting to get a little iffy w- with them. But, uh, you know, there are still there's still some diamonds in the rough to be had. And we're, we're not even halfway in yet. So um, I think this week is going to be kind of the halfway because now with the odd number, there's no true half. Yeah. So. I'd like to mention, um, for those that listen, we do accept uh, – beer of the week recommendations for the love of yep. god we i mean we still do we've been we've been you know picking them ourselves we've had a couple that have thrown beer of the week and if you want to throw additional yeah. hit us with them i mean i will literally drink anything so or we yeah. can do the numbers aisle thing you only have to give yeah. us a, yeah. a beer of the week give me a random number between uh one and 21 one and 21 and then 
one and four, one and four. on top of that. Yeah. yeah, so we can play the go down shows. the list. And, yeah. and and I will throw out there to you too um, on Mon- on the Monday game or on the Monday podcast. Oh shit, Monday you, game. Who plays tonight? Oh, uh, yeah. Seahawks and uh, <laughs> New, Orleans. New Orleans. Oh, so we don't really need to talk about that. Yeah, then. yeah, no. yeah. Uh, we can make our picks on that game though. Go Seahawks. We need to make our picks. You going Seahawks? Uh, yeah, I'm picking. To. I'm picking New Orleans. You going New Orleans? Yeah, I'm gonna take New Orleans this too. I cause. want Saints to lose twice. <laughs> I, I want. Yeah, I do too. But you know, I need to gain some ground. On I, you, so. Yeah, I'm trying to gain <laughs> ground too. So, yeah. so are we doing a separate Monday? Pick? Yeah, the Monday, Monday will be pick. our sixth pick. I, I forgot to mention. So that. does this count against our total? <laughs> yes. yes. My I'm right. I, can, I, can't, I can't pick the Saints win. Fuck <laughs> okay. fine. I'm going to the Saints. The Saints are my eternal change, fuck that guy list. If you change it to the Saints, I will switch it to the Seahawks. No, I, 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 I'll tell you what. If the Saints do lose, fuck you. <laughs> uh, but, um, Just saying nicely. But, uh, yeah, and, uh, I don't even remember what we were talking about right before that. Beer of the week. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, the other thing is is the fuck that guy. Yeah. If you've got somebody, it doesn't have oh, yeah. yeah. If you have, for whatever reason, because the person yeah. is taking targets away from your guy. Somebody you plugged in yeah, to yeah. win. And didn't. Yep. You know, if it's just somebody who hurt your team. We so, will. Yeah, if, it's, if it's the team you played against. Fuck yeah. it. We'll call them out, yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just say, yeah. Hey, just give us some suggestions on yeah. the uh, fuck that guy. I'll try to put up a post about it this week and, or um, next week and see if we can garner some uh, activity on that. But uh, This is yeah. all for y'all. Y'all may yeah. think we just like talking well, about it, this, look, but we it, hate it. It doesn't work without you. Yeah, no. This is We hate this. This is the worst no. thing we do with our life. That's not true. <laughs> this is all about y'all. So give us some input. Give us some information. Let's make it happen. And if you guys are ever at a Tampa game with a historical thing happens, <laughs> hopefully you get a ball, and with that ball you can get a date with Giselle. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just want to say, <clears throat> you know what they gave him, the guy for that? Yeah, or hold out for you know a better what, deal. You know all he wanted was to play around the golf with Tom Brady? Oh, really? They could have come out of this super cheap. Yeah, that's true. But well, I know, I know they gave him another game ball after he gave that one up to later discuss what was going to happen with – with all that, but I heard it was just he got a signed jersey by Tom Brady and a signed ball, a, a later game ball. Right. But I didn't know. That. I yeah, just apparently he I, racked up. He got yeah, a he lot. Did. Yeah, he did. That's what I'm saying. Hold out for the better deal. <laughs> I mean, they come at you and go, "Hey, we'll give you a date with Giselle." Go, I'll wait <laughs> and see what happens. I mean, you may get some other good stuff. I mean, who knows? Look, I'm just saying a little, a little painting. Uh, what's that? Where you go eat dinner and paint? And then and then you take her home and, and you shake Tom's hand. You're like, thanks. I had an enjoyable evening. Or like drinking wine and eating and painting. <laughs> what is it? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think if I met Tom Brady, I'd hug him. I He'd don't think I could hold back, mouth, and though. that'd be fine. I just I don't think I could hold back just shaking his hand. I'd have to hug him. Why? I don't know. He just has a huggable kind of frame? aura, like frame aura. What? I don't know. <laughs> That's the weirdest thing you've ever said. I, it's just, just like something a serial killer would I say. I just kind of want to hug Tom Brady. I mean, so that's so are not a serial killer podcast. <laughs> uh, this is just an average Tom Brady hug podcast. Man. <laughs> you just want to hug him. I just want to hug him. I don't know. I just want to see, you know, like just, I don't know. what. I don't, whatever. Usually people judge another, uh, usually a man judges another man by his handshake. And you just want to hug him. I just want to hug him. I don't him. know. There's some people I look at them and I'm just like, 
I bet that motherfucker can hug. <laughs> I'm, just saying, I'm just saying, like, he just has that, that aura that's like, you like, know what? If I was around Tom Brady. Y'all see Jason Kelsey, Travis Kelsey's brother is a center. Yes, yes. Or o lineman. Yeah, yeah, he right. looked, that motherfucker gives a good hug. He looks huggable. There's no he doubt. does look huggable. Like, if I needed a hug and that dude hugged me, it would be like, oh, my God, It would be the best. Everything would melt this. away. Yeah, I, I could see that. This. I needed this. Andy Reid looks like he gives really good hugs. <laughs> he also saying. looks like he makes sneeds. I don't know what that means. <laughs> but he, the he, Lorax with the... Uh, I don't... I'm not you ever right. seen Sleeveless Miles Garrett? Or, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Sleeveless Miles Garrett. He I gets tested a, for... I bet, oh, God. I bet, I bet a, he gets great hugs. No. Oh, God. That's a... <laughs> that's a hug I don't want. That's one guy I don't want to hug. Off the field. Oh, yeah, well. You know who I bet gets great hugs? Out of animal DK mode. Metcalf. <laughs> oh, DK Metcalf. He just holds you. I don't you. know, man. That, <laughs> to me, that just, seems like that might be a rigid hug. He just holds you. Have you ever hugged a stone? A rock. Have you ever cuddled up with something beautiful? <laughs> Have you ever kissed the Mona Lisa? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there's gonna be a lot of stuff. Uh, stuff. I in know that who hug. else gives great hugs. Ryan Reynolds. I'm sure Ryan oh Reynolds. Oh my god, does. he gives the best hugs. I'm, I'm sure. No well, how the fuck did we get? Here? It's just an average just hug. Hey, uh, average hug podcast. Yeah. Oh, and okay. he, no, these are, it, it's actually just an average, really good hug podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and for anybody wondering, I also give really good hugs. I give pretty good hugs too, but you have to ask my wife. So, Tom Brady, ask my wife before I can hug you. I'm sure he's a listener. Uh, hey, but so. hey, if you're lucky, you can win a date with Baker's wife. <laughs> You have to catch my 600th touchdown, um, pass. touchdown pass. And if you, can, if you get his if you, 600 <laughs> touchdown pass, you win a date with Amber. I'm telling you what, if I could throw 600 touchdowns, I'd have to start now because I haven't thrown any. So you're going to be waiting around a while. It's going to be like dating the woman from the Titanic. <laughs> it's been 84 years. <laughs> Oh my God! Oh, wow! God. Hey, Just we an average. Waited till the end of the show to derail it. Uh, hey, y'all have a derails good week. an understatement. <laughs> yeah, y'all have a good week out there. Later, holler.